Cutting Out Early, the podcast. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I'm in a glass case of emotion! With Max, Zach, and Alex. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Another fun-filled, exciting episode of the Cutting Out Early podcast. That's his new favorite intro. The here we go. <laughs> well done, Zach. That was a great impression of me, actually. <laughs> really good. It was spot on. Uh, we are coming to you together here. We're on person for the holidays. It's December 22nd, 2021, the day we're recording. Max Major here. Alex Newt to my right in person, which is a great treat. We have Zach Montgomery, episode 49. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I like that it's a special occasion when I'm here. <laughs> it's not just a normal podcast. <laughs> Alex is here. Yeah, I take that back. Makes me feel good. No, no, no. This is the norm. And then when you're not here, it's less than the norm. It just so. sucks. Yeah, exactly. Well, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm giving you credit when I shouldn't be. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm happy you're here, Alex. I'm Thank happy you. you're here, too. I think we're all happy to be here. It's... It's honestly better when we're all in person, when we're doing this. I mean, seriously. I, I mean, that's. I think that's a pretty obvious opinion. It it's is so a lot easier. Be- it's it's easier. It's easier on the board. It's just easier to have a conversation. There's no lag on the Zoom. We don't have to worry about. We don't have to listen to Max as much. <laughs> How about you tell us? Write in. <laughs> Our Twitter, at Cutting Out Early. What a great Instagram, start. Instagram, Cutting Out Early dot podcast. <laughs> Our email, Cutting Out Early dot podcast at gmail.com. All right, now I don't have to do that later. So. We'll get those plugs in now. <laughs> they should be in the beginning of the show from time to time. I agree. So that's great. But here we are, three days before Christmas. Uh, are we all in the Christmas spirit? Are we all Are we all ready for this? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's exciting, I guess. I, I was talking to Zach before the show. I, I think we need snow. I, I really think, at least for me, that that's a big part of it. I'd, I'd love there to be a big snowstorm in the next day or two. Well, it's not looking good. I know. We're going to get rain on Christmas. Can yeah. you believe that? Oh, man. It's going to be like in the in the low 40s and just raining. I mean, ugh, nobody wants that. Yeah. It's like the worst kind of weather where it's cold but yeah. not snowy. So we have to deal with that, which is great. Um, but I think the big news of the week is that uh, I got a great Christmas card in the mail uh, the other day. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, it was unbelievable. Oh, it, it, such a too. coincidence. We talked about this on the show last week, and then all of a sudden, here we are looking at this Christmas card from Alex Newth and, and Anna. It must have got lost in the mail. Oh, <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yeah, it got caught up at the distribution center. I mean, you know how the U- UPS is, USPS is this time of year. They're just overwhelmed. Supply chain. Yeah. There's a supply chain issue. I don't know. <laughs> Good one, Sam. I, I like that. <laughs> Did you listen to the calls we made last week? Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, play dumb, my God! I, I thought we had some good calls. I thought I thought everyone was able to contribute something very meaningful to uh, the the lack of Christmas cards that we received. No, but. no, I I did like Bailey's take. I, I thought Bailey had a great that take. You should only send out Christmas cards if you can afford to send them to all your friends. <laughs> I that that is what uh that's what got me. 
it, was he the one who who the straw that broke the camel's back? No, to no. To bully you into doing this? No, it's not a. I'm not bullied. <laughs> it, it's the right thing. It's the right thing to do. Send everybody a Christmas card. I just easy to say now. Me- messed up the first time around. Max, even my family got a Christmas card. All my friends' families got Christmas cards. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Before you did? No, no, no. We both did. Like specifically addressed to me. Well, me and Andrew. And yeah, because you and wouldn't then, give me your apartment address. Oh, oh <laughs> I didn't see. See, I just thought it was going to be to me, not me and Andrew. But anyway, anyway, my family also got one. So, okay. Well, he, my brother got one. Yeah, the big expansion to the list. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, no. Now I'm I'm starting my address book. They'll they'll be in there from <laughs> from here on out. Don't Dude, you worry. They have like one of those spin books. I'm gonna get one. Yeah, I'm gonna get one. It's <laughs> a good idea. So we we got it. If we, anybody else out there would like a Christmas card, please <laughs> yeah, send us your address. Send yeah. us your address. Apparently, it's easy to make Alex send Christmas cards to you if you really want it. Just make a big fuss about it. It's a very nice card. It is a nice card. It's very cheery. Thank you. <laughs> I, I want to spread the Christmas spirit. I, I didn't mean to exclude anybody. I just I wasn't thinking right. You know, busy with work. Things yeah. are hectic. Oh yeah, life I mean, life gets in the way. You don't think right a lot, Alex. It's okay. <laughs> I know I don't, but you know I I, I need the correction. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, right. Um. Anyway, we have uh, a funny story that you just found. Something that I think maybe can get us a little more into the the Christmas spirit. Uh, at least try to. So oh, I'm sure. I'm curious to hear what you have to say. Well, you know, I was listening last week, and you guys said you were going to talk more about some fun Christmas gift ideas. Yeah. And not just the traditional ones, not just what you would normal normally get your sister or your mom, you know, candles and blankets and fuzzy socks and all the stereotypical things that you buy when you have no idea what you're going to buy somebody or you buy your dad a tie or work socks or a book that he's never going to read or something silly like that. What a waste of money and time. So I found an article, 42 weird Christmas gifts Perfect for every type of nutball. This is Huffington Post, so you know it's real high-quality journalism. <laughs> Everyone's favorite website. So, right, so what do we got? There, There's 42. We're not going to go through all of them. But there are some interesting ones on here. There are a lot of fun holiday Christmas sweaters. Which, here's an interesting question. Should you buy a Christmas sweater for Christmas? Because I feel like you only wear them leading up to Christmas. You know, your your work ugly sweater Christmas party or your, your friends giving Christmas party or things like that. So why are you receiving a Christmas sweater on Christmas? I don't well, yeah. Is that a good point? If it's a if it's a Christmas themed sweater with, you know, a bunch of Christmas logos or pictures on it, you know, something like that, like a bunch of candy canes or, or Christmas trees or something, then sure, it's very limited for when you can wear it. But, you know, maybe it's a little better to just give them a sweater that you can wear, you know, throughout the entire winter in the fall. But, yeah, but we're talking about, like, wacky, ugly Christmas sweaters. Yeah, like an so, ugly Christmas sweater. So we're sweater talking party. about, like, those wacky Christmas sweaters. The problem is, is you can't spend a lot of money on it because you can't wear it twice. I don't right? think that's Even, a... like, next year you go to another ugly Christmas sweater party, yeah. you can't wear the same ugly not sweater. Not with the same friend group. It's a bad Christmas gift in general. It's not something you should give on Christmas. It's something you should buy for yourself in anticipation of a of a of a ugly Christmas sweater party. Okay. I think that's it. I don't I don't see anybody giving an ugly Christmas sweater on the actual Christmas holiday. It's like, oh, okay, I, I guess I could have worn this a couple weeks ago, but maybe I'll wear it next year. So you so you can't wear a Christmas sweater after Christmas. Say the week between Christmas and New Year's, or even after New Year's, leading up to Valentine's Day. Yeah, I don't think so. No? I don't think that's appropriate. No? I don't think that's... Are candy canes at Christmas and before time only? I'll give you between Christmas and New Year's, but beyond that, nah, I, I think... January 3rd, forget about all 
Santa Claus. Oh, and yeah. Candy canes. Oh, and yeah. Wreaths. And 100%. Christmas lights. You, you've moved on. Your it's... lights have to be down on January 2nd, <laughs> is what you're telling me. No, it's just a matter of the apparel. You're not going to wear a Christmas sweater in January? No. you got to get your money's worth out of it. Well, save it for next year. All right. It's, all right. it's intuitively a, a, a sweater that cannot be worn in many situations. You know? It's just something that's very limited. All right. So... I'll describe these Christmas sweaters to you guys, and you tell me buy quite a few of them. Buy or sell? Okay. Whether whether you buy it, you want it for yourself, or you're gonna sell it. You don't want it at all. Okay. All right. Number one is the Kenny G Saxy Christmas sweater. <laughs> it's a very nice sweater. It's it's green and it has a striped uh, collar and a striped uh, sleeve endings and a shirtless Kenny white. G. Yes, and it has an image of a shirtless Kenny G playing the sax, and he looks pretty buff. Yeah, he, he's been working out. And it says Saxy Christmas underneath it. What do you think? I'll pass. I don't want to be affiliated with Kenny G. No, you don't like Kenny G? No, I don't. What if you tell people it's Weird Al Yankovic? Um, but it's not. It's Kenny G. Weird Al doesn't play the the uh uh saxophone. The saxophone? No. Weird Al play, <laughs> plays like the harmonica and the accordion. A lot of polka stuff. All right, Zach. Buy? Sell. Sell? Yeah, right. I don't. It's just it's too much. By the end of this, you guys are gonna have to buy one. At least oh, one. absolutely, absolutely. We'll get to There's it. some that I'm looking forward to. Here. All right, this next one, Santa is fake news, and it's a picture <laughs> of Jesus doing the uh, the Donald Trump <laughs> small hands gesture. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> this is my first time seeing it. I'll buy that. I like that. I think that's great. It's topical. It's funny. It's yeah. if if it's if it anybody then they're not somebody i want to associate myself with i want somebody who would laugh at that it's a very festive sweater it's red and has that classic like christmas argyle where it's got like little christmas trees and reindeer dancing across the sweater what do you think Zach? i'm gonna sell just because it's more max than it is me and i would let him wear it over me fair enough <laughs> it's really funny all right we we have an alternate entry here it's not a sweater it's a robe Ooh. it's a daddy claus christmas robe oh jeez. I'm selling that for sure. Yeah, you don't like that? Never wear a nice that. bathrobe? I, it looks nice without the daddy claws on it. <laughs> I don't like I don't like that daddy claws. Yeah, that's weird. It is really weird. Okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> All right, how about the Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich Christmas sweater? This one's very festive. <laughs> this one's funny too. These are good. I don't, I, I I'll give them credit. Is it for spicy this. chicken? Yeah, it's that spicy orange. Oh, hot. yes. Orange and white stripes with Christmas trees and little images of spicy chicken sandwiches. It looks delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it does look really delicious. Uh, Popeyes I, right across the chest. If they had a Chick fil A one, I'd buy it. Yeah, I oh. agree. I don't. I, I haven't had the Popeyes. Maybe that's just me being uncultured. But um, Didn't we have a segment about the chicken sandwich battle and discussing oh, yeah. what was the best? Early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think the. But the. Uh, no, I'm not. I haven't had Popeye, so I don't think I could buy it. Okay, so you're selling it. Yeah, I'll sell as well. It's, I, it's not something I would wear. I have not had the Popeye spicy chicken sandwich, but I do like the sweater. I just like the way it looks. It's like <laughs> it's very bright. I like it. They did a good job with it. It's not just one of those classic uh, Christmas. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. <laughs> well, apparently Donald Trump is very popular this Christmas because we have another one. This is the Donald Trump sweater with real fake hair. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It's a picture of him waving with a background, uh, a winter landscape behind him. It says, make Christmas great again. And uh, his hair piece is is fake. It's like fake cat hair. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, yeah. I see that. I see that. I don't really like this one, but. 
Nah, I wouldn't get it either. They do. It's like his cartoon ugly face where he doesn't where they like he has his like lips close together like this, and you can tell he's yeah. talking. Yeah. See, I just don't like the way it looks. I just don't, like, I don't. I don't think it's it funny. Is, it is kind of funny. Nah, you I don't, don't think so? No, nah, I don't know. I, maybe it's because the make blank great again is just an old joke, and yeah, I it's, agree. A, it's a little 2016. I agree. It's like move on. So I, not for me. We. Uh, I much prefer the Jesus one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ten times more. Santa's fake news. Yeah, that one's great. All right. All right. You're going to like this one, Max. Okay. This is the Michael Scott That's What She Said sweater. It's a uh, it's a gray sweater. It's got a picture of Michael Scott's face on it and a picture of a, a Christmas present. And it says, nice package. And then that's what she said. <laughs> Speech bubble. This is all me. Bye. 100%. I'll sell. I, that's, that's more Zach than me, honestly. I love The Office. Yeah. I mean, I do too, but... You know, it's it's good. It's good. This is a good one to wear to your, your work party, right? I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Very topical. Anyone can relate to it. Not uh, inflammatory with political connotations or anything like that. Here's here's another one that could probably fly under the radar. <laughs> I know. I saw. I the, want. I already want this one. First I, of all, I this saw might the, be my choice. <laughs> oh, really? I want it too. I saw this one and I was like, oh, my God. This is, I thought it was at first. I thought it was like a bunch of um, stockings, like stacked up against each other. Exactly. I don't know. It kind of looks like that. Exactly. That's why I think this one could fly under the radar. You could wear it anywhere, and people might not recognize what it what it is. Have, but it's. Have the, you guys seen this movie? Oh yeah, I have not. Yeah, I saw it in high school. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I just know what it is. And you only. I don't you like only, it. You, only, you don't really have to. <laughs> you just need it once, and that's it. Anyway, isn't well, it? A, it's not a. Um, no, never mind. Never mind. I'm getting something. The suspense is killing our listeners. I know. Okay. They're probably please, dying right please now. Please, continue. This is the human centipede sweater. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's rows and rows of Santa Clauses um, uh, next to each other, <laughs> connected. It's a, it's a centipede circle. It goes all the way around. If you look up the human centipede and see how those three individuals were merged into one, you will understand what we're referring to. Thank you for the detail, Max. It's done. I didn't give well, any detail. You did, didn't give enough detail. It's done in a very comical way uh, with Santa here in, in his in his suit and his hat. So <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I, I 100% buy it. That's a great <laughs> choice, Alex. All right. I like that one, but just because it, it can go under the uh, radar. This one's pretty funny, too. Um this is the Santa poops down chimney sweater, with the uh, the saying "Drop it like it's hot." <laughs> it's a picture of Santa Claus uh, sitting on the top of a chimney like a toilet. Perched, perched, <laughs> perched. <on> the... <laughs> yes, thank you. And the chimney is a pocket, so you can put something yeah. in there. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's not bad. And he's got like that. You know what that poopery stuff is, or whatever. Oh, that's yeah. what he's got going on. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Yeah, Santa's reading the newspaper there. That's a nice one. I, I don't mind that one. All right, let's see if we have any more. This is a lot of Christmas sweaters for uh, a gift list. It's like the most... Woo, mama stinks! <laughs> it's the most represented item, I think. Yeah, that's the last Christmas sweater. <laughs> okay. There's a, lot right. of, there's a lot of questionable... Uh, items. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't want to talk about the other <laughs> items. Are there any that, that jump out that you want to listen to, tell our listeners about? Maybe some of these are, are worth it. Um, you know, some are a little bit more family-friendly, like the pet sunglasses. Very nice. What pet could keep those on for more than five seconds before they shake their head and, and try to get rid of them? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. There, there's I'm a picture to... of a cat with these little 
tiny cat sunglasses on. I just feel like that would annoy the shit out of me. Well, under the description, I was looking in the description to see if they have anything special to keep them on, like a headband or something. And it says, uh, your animal won't fight you when you put these glasses on his face. Uh, And then it says, editor's note, yes, they will. So, (laughs) yeah, maybe you're right, Max. Maybe you're on to something. So I I didn't know this. The Dallas Cowboys have a mascot. Did you see this one? The it's Cowboys the inf- have a mascot? It's an inflatable Dallas Cowboys mascot. What's their mascot? It's just like a cowboy. That's not an authentic mascot, it's is it? It's what it says. It's on NFLshop.com. Are you serious? Yeah. And Why it do- says that inflatable Santas are fun, but they're really only appropriate one month out of each year. You can use the inflatable uh, Dallas Cowboys mascot for more than, well, I guess, what would that be, like four or five months out of the year? <laughs> I don't think, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why is that on Depending here? on if they make the playoffs. This I don't is know. supposed to be weird Christmas gifts. They're I'm, America's well, team. In, in, in their defense, it's a real, It's almost terrifying, this mascot. It's, like, disproportionate. It looks weird. It's got its finger up in the air. Like, what is it going to do? It looks like Purdue Pete to me. Yeah, yeah. That kind of vibes with, like, the ugly face and the, and the weird pants sort of vibe. I like the Kevin Malone broccoli clock. Where it's just a clock with each number instead of the number. It's Kevin Malone's head from the office. (laughs) (laughs) And then the big hand and the little hand are actually hands holding pieces of broccoli. (laughs) When they pass by each number, they're going into Kevin's mouth. And he's like looking in disgust like, oh my god. No, 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 no. That's pretty good. I think my favorite is the uh, nuns having fun calendar. (laughs) <laughs> where the uh, the cover image is just wow. three nuns enjoying an ice cream sundae. <laughs> so it's just nuns doing some fun stuff. <laughs> My good God. Every month, a new image. <laughs> All right, should we should we move on? Has this topic played its... Uh, no. Well, I, I like it? some of these. Yeah, I mean, anything the, else? Well, um, some of them are like... Some of them are like something for your kid that burrito. you can use. And then the other one is a menorah bong. And it's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> A burrito it's blanket. Like quite the combination of things. I like the Sisyphus toilet paper shelf. That was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I the saw the that. tilting shelf with uh, Sisyphus pretending to roll the uh, the boulder up the hill. You know, the old mythology story of Sisyphus. Yeah. Doomed to roll the boulder up the hill for all of eternity. Uh, pajamas. But this with, time it's toilet paper. <laughs> pajamas with butt puns on the back hatch. Um,. It's just pajamas which with a flap in the back, which is like a wonderful idea. So yeah, you'll that, no longer that's have how to it used to be. You don't have to choose between going to the bathroom and staying warm. You can do both now with the flap in the back. Uh, this says say no to crack. This one says call of booty. Uh, the other one says premium gas only. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I feel like those kinds of pajamas are dangerous. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I feel like you can't keep them clean, you know, when you're doing the act. <laughs> I, well, you're like one step away from a disaster. Just like one like cat jumping at you while you're on the bathroom. <laughs> well, you don't want the no. flap to fall on the toilet. Or yeah, so. that's what I mean. I mean, the flap could get in the way. Or, you know, like the spray effect. You don't know what could, you oh, know. God. <laughs> oh, God. Jeez. <laughs> the spray effect. And, and is there an opening in the front? <laughs> that's a good question. Like, do I have to get cold if I, <laughs> if I need to pee? Because I feel like that's way more likely to happen in the middle there's of the gotta, night there's got to be a slit in the front i would have to imagine there's got to be i, I mean, mean i think maybe, maybe this just like implied i would say 10 times out of 10 
<laughs> ten times out of ten, if I'm going to the bathroom in the middle of the night, it's number one, not two. That's true. If it's number two in the middle of the night, it's not going to be a good number two. <laughs> if a number two is waking you up at 3 a.m., ooh, that's not a good evening. No, that's when uh, that spray effect comes into play, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You're in a dungeon of doom when I walk into that room. <laughs> you are in big trouble. Even the next day is pretty much shot at that point, too. Water. <laughs> oh that's a good list i like that a lot oh man okay all right well uh, listen i know there's plenty of people out there scrambling to get some last minute christmas gifts before the 25th and hopefully we help them out yeah hopefully we didn't (laughs) (laughs) if you receive any of these gifts on your list are you guys done with your shopping yes yeah i'm all set i've been done for a while nice i was pretty good this year I got done a couple days ago. I wrapped everything today, though. I had a big wrapping session. Oh, yeah. So it was great. Everything's set to go. All excited. Uh, Those are always therapeutic. It is therapeutic. I throw throw on a podcast and do some wrapping, spend a little time there. It's fun. Absolutely. I I I love those activities you can do. While listening to a podcast, yeah, they're mindless activities. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot like folding clothes or cooking, doing laundry. Folding clothes, cooking's a huge one. Yeah, it's just the best. I remember when I was in in high school, I would always listen to music when I was doing math problems, and I could do that, listen to music at the same time. And it was great. I loved doing it. But then when I have to read something for like English class, I'm like, I can't listen to my music. Now. Yeah, you know, it's I got to focus on the reading. So it's yeah, very different. I yeah. agree with that. Do you guys listen to pods when you work out? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. do? Mm-hmm. I listen to the, yeah, the radio yeah. or podcast. I do, talk too. Radio. I do, too. But sometimes I find it difficult, like hard to get real amped up to work out. You know? I know. It's hard to get my energy up when I'm listening to a podcast sometimes. I mean, I, I'll switch sometimes depending on my mood, but 90% of the time I'm listening to a podcast, especially running. You know, if you're lifting, I understand there's, you know, maybe you got to get pumped up. I've, I've had that before. The problem I've been having, at least for like the past like two weeks or so, is there's not much, nobody's putting out podcasts. Everyone's on vacation, yeah. you know, for December. Of, you know, I've noticed that too. Well, not what, for December, but at least in the last maybe couple days or Yeah, week last or so. week. So, yeah, it's been kind of low, low, uh, low podcast volume. Oh, I haven't had any trouble. And it's like, it's annoying too. because <laughs> That must be nice. Yeah, I know. Who are you listening to? Us, everybody. We're putting out these, content. These so. Christmas-hating podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give a shit about Christmas. We're, we're going right through. No, a, lot of, a lot of daily shows. A lot of daily shows. I, well, Drew and Mike did their last show uh, yesterday. So, Uh-oh. And, well, it was a three-and-a-half-hour show, so I'm nowhere near done. Oh, nice. I got a lot to catch up on. Well, um, when I listen to them on times two speed, I need them out like every day because I go through them and like... <laughs> Don't listen on times two. Max or Zach, it's the holidays. Slow down. <laughs> Hey, speaking of working out, um, guess what Zach and I did last week? Oh, we went to the DAC. Yeah, we played racquetball. I wasn't oh, invited. we we played. Yeah, I'm I'm horrible. I've never played a racket sport before. We didn't have cell we didn't have cell service, Alex. I'm sorry. Um, no, Zach, you weren't horrible. I won't I won't go that far. It was fun. I'm not the worst he's ever played racquetball. Max with. really likes. <laughs> I don't want to get specific. <laughs> <laughs> Max really likes doing activities where he's better at everybody. At that's it. not. That's so very false. obscure. Very obscure activities that you wouldn't have done before in your life. So <laughs> like he can be better. Yeah. yeah. So he can be better. That's no. That's false. That's 100 percent false. I really enjoy playing racquetball. I think he. I don't think he enjoyed and, playing with me very much. I wasn't very good. So I would. I oh. could get like a couple smacks on the ball before I messed up somewhere, but it was tough to work up a sweat. Let's just say that, <laughs> you know, you go <laughs> at least in there. for him. I was running all over the place. Well, like trying yeah. my best. The problem is, is I've never played a racket sport before. Well, I didn't know this. You don't even play ping pong. No, I haven't played, played ping, ping pong. pong. You don't I've, play ping pong. No, I've never really played ping pong. 
I've never oh. played tennis. I'm not, well, not like competitively. But. No, I mean, I played. I was pretty good at uh, what? What's the one with the birdie? You know what I'm talking oh, about? Badminton. 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 The shuttlecock. Yeah, but that's different. It, it's it's kind of different. There's but no it's like still backhand. There's no backhand. It's oh, you're not playing. Up in the air. You're not playing hard enough then if you're not using rec- backhand at, at badminton. <laughs> God, I use a backhand all the time. Well, you can just like you know, it's not very hard. Are you playing to against your grandma or something? <laughs> I guess I don't in like hey, gym class. Hey, hey, who's on Zach's grandma? <laughs> Sorry, but I mean, specifically um, your grandma. No, I, I. So my backhand was horrible when we were playing racquetball, yeah. and you can say that. Like it was, no, I, it was I just, mean, it was. I would always miss. Like even if I did hit it, I wouldn't make good contact. It wouldn't be. It would just be wherever the ball went. That's what at, happened. At least you were running around and, and getting into it. I mean, that's that's part of it. Would you play again? I would like to practice, like just hitting balls first before okay. I played again. All right. You want to play this week, Alex? Sure. Maybe. Right. Maybe. If you guys want to join Max to at uh, Racquetball, <laughs> feel free to reach out to Two us. Two for eight. <laughs> I'm looking for people to play. It's fun. I miss. Well, it. he didn't invite. Notice he didn't invite me this time. That's so. all. Oh, I see. You you want to come, Zach? We can play cutthroat. No. Person. No. Okay. Well, that's too bad. You want to go work out while we play? Yes, absolutely. All right, we'll do that. We'll. I loved out. that. All I right. loved the steam. I loved the uh, yeah. the weightlifting. Yeah, we took a steam together. We got you know locker room together, hanging out. You know. Yeah. No, it was it's great. always fun. Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> had a great time. There was a lot. There my... wasn't much hanging out in the locker room. Oh, we were. <laughs> believe me, we were hanging out. <laughs> we were hanging out. Believe me. He can't get his penis hard no matter how much he throws. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that no, was a good no, one. No, my my dad loves it. <laughs> right. We have to label this episode NSFW. <laughs> uh, they all are. <laughs> my my dad loves it. He calls it the tribathlon. The tribathlon. Yeah, steam, a sauna, or a steam, a hot tub, and a shower. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I love that. I loved the steam room. The steam I was a the huge best. fan of the steam room. Isn't that nice? It's there? a really nice steam room. Too. Yeah. yeah, it's massive. Yeah. yeah, and it gets hot. I mean, you, yeah. you don't want one of those shitty steam rooms that's oh, like yeah. just sitting there. It's like, what am I doing? I can only take he, it for like ten minutes. He I was, gotta get out. He was in there for like maybe three minutes. I was in there for like fifteen minutes. Well, yeah, you you were you were taking your time in there. I know. It was it's impressive. Like, I was good, enjoying though. it. It's good. I was really enjoying it. It's really nice. I can't take it for that long. Man, that sounds good right now. Why don't we head down there right now? Let's go. <laughs> good night, everybody. Are they open? We're going twenty four seven. Ooh. Yeah, I know. All right. We'll, well make, maybe. We'll make it work. We'll, we'll do something this week. Show meeting, by the way. <laughs> Show meeting I'm in, sure, the, in the steam room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure everyone's so interested in our plans. <laughs> I felt bad having a conversation in there. I thought well, it was weird because I feel like you go in there to, like, yeah, relax. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, not hear anything going on. Yeah. I mean, you I felt You got to feel the vibe. Yeah. You got to feel the vibe. Right. Well, one guy came in there and he, like, waved hi to me and I was like, What's up? And then after that, like nothing, you know, you don't talk or say anything. That's appropriate. Well, then Max comes in here and he's like chatting up a storm. He's like, oh, man. Not chatting up a storm. Yeah, yeah. That's fine, though. We really had a good workout today. (laughs) (laughs) I never feel weird if I'm in there and some other people are having a conversation. I don't mind. I don't mind personally. I don't mind either. I just I just tune it out. I'm just I'm just, you know, relaxing. Yeah, that's what what you're in there for. Relaxing and stretching. I like to stretch in there. Oh, you like to stretch? Oh, yeah, of course. I could feel myself getting dehydrated, though. You know, oh, you're like yeah. sweating well, he it out like crazy. He needed a cup of water. He didn't bring a cup of water. Yeah, that, is, that was a huge mistake. Huge rookie mistake. Yeah, definitely need a cup of water with you. We, we got to get you in there a little more, you know. I mean, maybe that'll be part of our 2022 tradition. I mean, I was really. we did a whole workout, too, before that. So I was really, like, oh, living yeah. on the edge there. I mean, we did, like, a 20-minute run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could have passed out in there. We did a, We did a great circuit uh, upstairs. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we'll get together again soon and do that. Next week, we'll, we'll have some time down there. 
Sure. Can't Sounds wait. great. Um, anyway, Alex, you sent me this, um, what was it, yesterday, I think, about um, <laughs> about Ford in their Twitter account. Yeah. I, I think they're getting a little, you know, their, their Twitter account may not be the best in this light. I, I, I thought it was a little weird. What light? Yeah, so this in the light that they put these tweets out, it's just bizarre. This garnered a lot of attention on Twitter. Like, rel- Did it really relative, I think, for what most corporate tweets get, um, it got what a thousand retweets, nine hundred and fifty quote tweets. You know, where someone quotes it and says something yeah. about it, um, almost six thousand likes, and I can't even see how many replies. I mean, probably a couple hundred replies at least is that a is that a that's lot? a that's a lot of engagement for a corporate tweet i think by the way like, ch- i mean check it out we implore you guys check it out so you can see for yourself we're going to talk about it though yeah so this is on ford motor company's twitter at ford so very easy to find um <laughs> but their their tweet um is we've been trying to get you all comfortable with evs electric vehicles for a while now but maybe we were just speaking the wrong language and then a thread and they just include a thread of a bunch of memes that are just honestly kind of condescending. Is that the tone that you got? Yeah, I, I, I looked I looked at this as like they think their customers are a bunch of idiots and just like shut the fuck up. You're gonna get an E V and don't even worry about it. Yeah, like, so don't don't worry about it at all. You're you're just dumb. We're the people that make these cars and you're just a stupid customer. Right. So EVs are kind of slow to catch on, I guess, is maybe a way to talk about it. Like not you don't see EVs all around the corner because consumers have concerns about buying EVs like range and availability of charging stations and battery life and cost and you know you know environment environmental effects and all these kinds of things it seems like they're being pushed more than the market seems to want them yeah yeah and ford is basically saying just stop thinking about it and buy one right (laughs) but it's bizarre because you're right they put out a thread of about what um eight tweets or so or nine tweets or whatever it is and each tweet has some accompanying meme with it that like you said like we said it's just kind of condescending it's, it's like the weird it's like the fellow kids like somebody tried to be like young and hip and do like these memes online but they totally missed do you a lot to of tr- them just completely missed yeah, do you want me to try to describe some of these yeah yeah so the the first meme is the doge dog the fir- one on the left <laughs> is the evs he's really muscular clean powerful affordable capable easy and fun to use and drive and then to the right it says all of you but how will i remember to plug it in like i do with my phone watch and headphones every night that's it that's is that really meme. is that a real concern of why people don't buy evs i feel like there's just something they say that's like not a real reason not to buy something well you're gonna have to find a place to plug it in at some point you're gonna have to it, it's I but mean, this is like specifically remembering it like who's not gonna remember well there's nights i remember not to plug in my phone oh that's true i mean think about <laughs> okay you answered your own question right oh there. yeah no that's a good point and your phone's right next to you. The, the the car is all the way out in the driveway. And what if I you know, walk down and you're, you're laying in bed. It's like, ah, oh, shit, I forgot to plug the car in. And then what if you forget and it's not charged the next day? No, no, it doesn't matter. But, you know, well, you can't get well, to work. Shut, we're hey, hey, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Zach, oh, okay. shut the fuck up. You're an idiot. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Jeez, Ford, calm the, down. The next one says, the next tweet by Ford. We're electrifying our most iconic vehicles. And then everyone knows the tweet or the, the meme where it's like, the guy looking back at the girl walking, and yeah. then the girlfriend's looking like pissed. Yeah, and, and, like it's it's a take on that 
style. But this of, is all the this is all the same girl face. They like yeah, it's, it's the wrong one. It's a little different, but it's like in the same style of it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's a copyright on the other picture. Who knows that they didn't <laughs> want to portray? Did you see this? This is like clearly she has the girl's head on a clearly a man's body. Do you see this one on the far right? Yeah. It's got this big old hairy arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You're right about that. Like, what's going on here? So the person looking back, like, ooh, look at that, is America. Um, the person walking in the blurry portion away. Um, the hot girl. Yeah. The hot girl is the 157th version of the same SUV, but with chrome exhaust tips. And then the annoyed-looking partner holding the one looking back says... Insane torque, blow your hair back, zero to 60 speeds, exceptional performance and handling, all with the spirit of a freaking Mustang. (laughs) So they're saying, why are you distracted by this SUV you've seen 156 other times when you should get an electric vehicle that looks like a fucking Mustang? Like Ford isn't pushing the same SUV with chrome exhaust pipes like they always have. I don't know who was in charge of this. I actually want an electric vehicle. I think they're kind of cool. I like the, I like the, a lot of people do. I like that they, uh, the zero to 60. I like, you know, I like that they're fast. I like that you don't have to buy gas. And, uh, anyway, this is making me not want to buy (laughs) it. So they missed their mark. This is horrible. Yeah. This is just, this is just horrible. The next tweet in the thread says, range anxiety, schmange anxiety, hashtag electric vehicles. And the meme is a, a, a girl crying really close up, and it says, only drive to school and work each day. Worried 250 miles of range isn't enough. It's like, oh, woe is me. Yeah, but that's also a stupid reason, because I think the real concern is like, what if I want to go on a trip that's over 250 no, miles? No, shut the fuck up, idiot. You're not doing that. You're driving to work <laughs> I, and school I, I, each day. Of course, every day I'd be fine, but what if I want to go somewhere else? <laughs> the next tweet is inhales with a little asterisk. I came in like a wrecking ball. And it's a meme of a horse screaming <laughs> oh, with I don't think it's teeth. a horse. It, it, it's like a mule, isn't it? Or a pony. I don't or know what pony, it is. Or a pony, yeah, yeah. Well... Yeah. Mouth, mouth agape, uh, presumably screaming, and the meme says, me reaching my full karaoke potential in my EV because no engine sound. Ooh. Now, that's a good point. Well, actually, not that for really Alex. Good... Nobody, nobody wants to hear that, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a terrible singer. We should play that clip what we have of him singing. I, no, we should I not. Can't I'll find it. find it. My, oh, what? You I need can't to find it? I need to find it. My. My fun, the best part about this whole thread are the people fighting in the comments about their opinions over electric vehicles. Oh, like they seriously, they took it seriously. Yeah, like someone responded. Well, it is serious. I mean, well, isn't this it, Ford? I mean, not being serious. They're being funny, but in a way they're being serious. Is they're this, trying to be serious, but this is a joke. Someone, like, is someone a joke responded, I just prefer having sound and the experience of manually shifting gears in a sports car. Couldn't care less about a silent and boring zero to sixty. Okay, well that guy needs to get over himself. How many That's man- a hipster right there. How many manual engines are there now? Like none. Very right? few. They yeah. make manual transmissions, not manual. Or, I'm sorry, engines. sorry. But um, very few, Zach. I get with the meant. time, Zach. Wow, I bet it's. Just I bet a... it's less than ten percent now. Yeah. yeah. If like, that. If yeah. that. Yeah, hundred percent. And for the most, I mean, I love driving a manual though. That's I. I that's what and I for the prefer. most part, the manuals that you're going to find out there are like your base model cars that they just sell manual because it's cheaper. They're either base models or like really high performance. It's, it's not much in between. My main yeah. problem with EVs is that the simple man can't really touch anything with the engine. It has to be a specialist, which is expensive. And also quite a lot of people want to fix the problems they got on their own. And then someone replied, they don't go wrong. You won't have anything to fix. The most reliable used car in the UK is the first generation Nissan Leaf. <laughs> EVs are just huge electric toothbrushes or food mixers or power drills. You don't need to fix them. <laughs> Other than tires. 
<laughs> you will still get punctures. <laughs> I'm glad they put that qualification on there. It would have been really, really... I've made a bad purchase here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just thought it was funny that Ford is pretending like they've been selling EVs forever and like everyone else is late to the game when they're the ones that are pretty late to the game. Yeah, I mean, they, only... they have their first car out now. It's the Mustang, and I think they're going to add maybe two more, which is, I mean, not a lot. I think, like, Hyundai has the most electric vehicles I think in my, the market or something silly like that. And my biggest problem with the Ford electric car is not that it's electric. It's that it's the design. It's $75,000. Well, and, and it's ugly. The design, I, I don't like the back. Like, the, the rear is, like, so weird looking. Why, 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 why are so many electric vehicles out there just ugly? Why can't they make electric cars look cool? I don't, mind, that, I don't mind Teslas. I think Teslas look cool. Well, sure, but, I mean, why, why can't they be more mainstream? Yeah. And another thing is, why are why is it every electric car that's coming out, like the first big push for electric cars, are always like the fancy top-of-the-line ones where most people probably can't afford that? It's They're really going like top-end for the electric cars they're pushing out. You know, I work for GM. I've said that on the show. GM's doing that. Ford's doing that with their top cars. Um, the Hummer? Cr- cr- yeah, well, that's going to be $100,000 at least. Jeez. Yeah, or and that Cadillac. That's the gonna Cadillac be expensive. The Cadillac Lyric is coming out as well. That's going to be very expensive. Um, Ford's doing the same thing with their EVs. They're all like the top-of-the-line trucks or, or their Mustang. Yeah. Um, you know, those are expensive vehicles. Why can't they make a more affordable one that maybe a little more people can buy? That's you probably know? the big reason why no one's buying them. I mean, that's a big part. Well, yeah, that's a big part of it. But I think a lot of people... I. I really, really believe that the biggest reason is the range. I just think people don't want to drive on a trip and then have to stop. Like, oh, I'm on a juice. I got to what charge up now. I got to find a charging station and, and charge wherever not, it is. But they're not purely electric, are they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they, they are. all are. You're thinking of a hybrid. Yeah, these are. Well, 100% I thought electric. I thought like the Volt. It used to have like a gas engine that you yeah could it had fill a generator. Up. But they don't really. They, they have those, but that's not what we're talking about. They yeah, don't okay. do that anymore. That's not how it's gonna. That's not what's being pushed. Oh, really? What's being pushed is 100% electric. See, no I don't like gas. that. Well, now that I don't like that, you know. Well, I'd, that's what's coming. I'd like to have an option. Hey, Zach, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you better deal with it, okay? <laughs> that's not a real concern. <laughs> Buy an EV now. <laughs> Look, at this is another one. This is a, this, this is a, a split-screen meme. Uh, Ford tweets, and somehow, you're never worried when you're flirting with E on the gas tank. And then the left meme is like somebody really struggling to sleep, how they sleep. Wondering if their EV is getting enough charge for the day. And then the next peach picture is how they sleep when it's like, oh, I'm so comfortable. I'm sleeping on a cloud. It's so comfortable sleeping. It says not knowing if their phone, laptop, and toothbrush are all plugged in. And toothbrush. Um, another another oh, see, meme I don't is, have to worry about that. Another no, toothbrush me- doesn't plug in. Another me- Yeah, exactly. See, that's, de- that's demeaning. Like, <laughs> oh, everything plugs in, even your fucking toothbrush. It's like, no, my toothbrush does not plug in. I get some people have electric toothbrushes, but you're kind of... I see what you're doing there, and I don't like it. Um, The next meme is... generalizing me. Exactly. A female pointing like, I told you so, and it says... (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how was that? (laughs) I told you so. Nice. It says, when your fam made fun of you for getting crypto in an EV, but now they want financial advice at the holidays. (laughs) Aunt Susie. Yeah. Here's a tweet. Someone tweeted... We'll just mock our customers with clever memes until they do what we want. <laughs> Spectacular. I don't know. It's just weird. I don't get it. Um, and I, I actually encourage everybody listening out there, look it up. Look up these tweets because I think you'll kind of agree that they're just a little weird. I just didn't think it was a good way to sell these cars. It's not. 
It's not. If, like, they, if they thought this was good marketing, I think they really missed the mark. Right. So they want to they want to overcome people's fears and concerns they have with electric vehicles. Sure. So they do it by making fun of them rather than, yeah. you know, putting out information that might inform them in a different way. It's it's something, bad marketing. It's it is bad marketing. But you know what's being marketed really well? What? Lay's vodka. This was something that you just told me about. I am fascinated by this. Lay's, the potato chip company. Well, Frito-Lay, they make a ton of snack foods. They're putting out a vodka? They put it out already, and it sold out in like three hours. Are you kidding me? No. Oh, my God. Which I'm disappointed to hear because I honestly, I mean, sure, I'd get it and I'd try it, but I love the bottle. I would love to have this bottle on my bar cart. It looks so cool. Let me try to see it. I yeah, don't, pull it up. Pull okay. it up. There's a link in the show sheet. The food and wine. Oh, there it is. Yeah, oh, look f- at that. Potato vodka. Lay's potato vodka. That's that's a really cool bottle. Isn't it? I'd, I'd be all over it's that. It's got that cool, like a very classic Lay's looking yeah, logo. It's classic. Yeah, it looks just like the potato chip uh, logo, like on the chip bag, you know? Right, yeah. And it, it comes in this cool black carton with lays on the side. That's badass. I guess they're doing a partnership with a Portland, Oregon uh, distilling company, Eastside Distilling, and it's made partially from their vodka and partially from uh, Lay's potatoes. Interesting. I guess Lay's has uh, their own potatoes. Their own potatoes. Yeah. They have yeah, their- they they do use their own potatoes. I've seen ads about like we use the freshest potatoes from Idaho or something. Potato <laughs> developed in house by Frito Lay food scientists. Wow! According to a 2018 article from the Hartford Current, they're drier and grainier than the russets, Yukon Golds, and red potatoes found in grocery stores. Ooh! Really? I don't know if that makes for a good vodka, but makes for a good chip. Isn't potato vodka like cheap vodka? Not necessarily. I don't think. For the most part, though, right? Maybe you just drank cheap potato vodka. <laughs> I guess. I, I can't think of an expensive... I, I mean, all I can think of is like Sobieski, right? That's no, a, Tito's is potato vodka. Is is it not? It, no, Tito's is not potato. I'm sorry. That's um, because it's, gluten, it's gluten-free. It's gluten So it... No, wait. Is, is there gluten in potatoes? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Shows what I I'm know. looking up varieties of potato vodkas. I'd never thought of it this way. I didn't know if potato was cheap or not. That's what I thought, because potatoes are cheap. And then they make cheap vodka from it, right? Well, no? well grain is cheap. There's grain vodka. I will know? say all these examples that popped up, I have never heard of. So, did, Do they have a price? I just want to know. Oh, no, they didn't have a price there. Let me try another website. I love doing research in the middle of the show. I know. I know it's great. <laughs> Made from grains such as wheat and corn or potatoes. Literally, I can't find... Uh, ke- there's Kettle One. Oh, jeez. Oh, Kettle One's potato? That's there goes good. The, there goes the mic. Kettle One's good stuff. Oh, that's a disaster. <laughs> Wait, Kettle One's potato? That's what this says. Okay. At least this vodka, that the this type. Okay. Well, there we go. See? that That's up there is one of the fancier vodkas. I don't know. Look, the Lay's... Potato vodka, it looks very cool. I would be all over that. I'd give it a shot. But you told me there was a different vodka out there as well. Yes. In the same um, food and wine article, they talk about Arby's coming out with a vodka. I guess. What, a roast beef flavored vodka? (laughs) I mean, come on. No, 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 no. It says here, last month, Arby's launched a vodka inspired by the fast food chain's French fries. Oh, they're curly fries. I don't know. Uh, let me click this link and see what it says about Arby's. So another potato-style vodka. They released two French fry-flavored vodkas. <laughs> the curly fry vodka. And Is it with a little more seasoning in it? 
sounds like it. That sounds like it'd be good for Bloody Marys. That Ooh. was his favorite. Like <laughs> Bloody Marys, the biggest Bloody Mary. It says here the curly fry vodka is billed as a tribute to the mastery of crisp, spiced, curled potato, distilled with cayenne, paprika, onion, and garlic. Ooh, that sounds good. It does sound good. That would be really good for a Bloody Mary. That would be a hundred percent. I think that would be the preferred vodka for Bloody Marys, right there. Yeah. yeah. The bottle is not as nice. If you uh, click on the link in as that the, food and wine, as article, the Lay's one. Yeah, it's not. It's not classy like the Lay's one. This one has like an image of curly fries on it. Yeah, that's a little too fast with, foody for with me. With the Arby's logo with the big hat right on it. I feel like, yeah, it's it's the fast food of vodka, and it certainly looks the part. Yeah, I would say that <laughs> this this would be a bottom shelf vodka. The Lay's would be maybe around eye level. <laughs> I wonder what they charge for these. Does it give a price? I didn't see one. Oh, uh, Arby's is selling them for 60 bucks a piece. Wow. <laughs> It's just for the brand. That's that is pricey. That is pricey. Uh, what is the vodka for Lay's? Does it say? I don't see a price here either. No. Is it? I mean, is it going to be available? Or you said it sold out, right? I saw a headline that said it sold out in three hours. Okay. Pick up for forty dollars while supplies last. Oh, 40 so, bucks there. So much more reasonably priced. It says exclusively at um, EastSideDistilling.com/slash Lay's vodka. So only there. Well, let's look. I'm going to buy it right now. Can you get one? You can write it off if you pay for it. It'll be show. For show, yeah. Yeah, for the show. Absolutely. Individually numbered out of a batch of just 1,300 bottles. <laughs> I guess you better hurry up. I would try that. I would too. But like I said, they looked sold out. Hey, speaking of which, I, I, I have a question for you guys. And this is kind of going back to the Very EV well. thing. So there was a story I was reading today. Um, GM, they're planning on allowing customers uh, to convert their classic cars into EVs, into electric vehicles. Yeah, didn't didn't we talk about this a couple like months ago maybe? I think so, but... Ford released a crate engine that you could put into yeah, a car? Yeah, but today GM is revealing this aftermarket package uh, to electrify older vehicles. Um, so one of those components... One of those component sets is the coming Electric Connect and Cruise E-Crate package. Customers work with installers through GM's Electric Specialty Vehicle Modifier program to have engines in older vehicles replaced with an electric propulsion systems. Pricing details were not released. But, I mean, yeah, it's kind of going along that same list. Isn't the appeal of having a, a classic car or a vintage car, like the engine, isn't that like a huge part of it? I would yeah, say I, I would say it's a huge part, but to Zach's earlier point, or maybe you said it, that they're not making these electric cars look normal. Yeah, they're not. Well, now you can have the look of a classic car, but with the performance and fuel economy of an electric car. Sure. I mean, for looks, sure. You're not going to be able to beat the classic car look. But I mean, I just don't know how many people are actually going to go through with this. I don't think the they. Trigger. I don't I'm think sure they're asking, really expensive. I don't think they're asking for a huge number here. Oh, I, no, I. But, I understand they're not asking for it, but I mean, it's available. Like, how many people are going to pull the trigger on it and do it? I, I, I just have to imagine it's going to be a low number. But maybe I'm totally wrong. I'm not in the market, so I don't know. If I was in the market, though, I'd consider it. I think that'd be pretty cool. It, I just think a big part of classic cars is the engine, the sound of the engine, well, that, and the smell of the exhaust, and all that stuff. What do you use a classic car for? You use it to go cruise. out for a drive, yeah, Cruising and go for a long cruises. Summer. And I don't yeah. think you want to worry about the mile range. You're not going to you... drive 300 miles, generally. 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 I don't know. Max has done it before. 
<laughs> yeah, I have. No, you have. Yeah. In, in the Chrysler, you've gone for longer drives. Yeah, I think cr- Max is rare in that instance. Yeah, a lot of people don't take classics on on those long trips up north. Mm. But those are some of the best trips. I you, loved that. You take that car to dinner. You go to the ice cream store. You yeah. go to do shows. You cruise Woodward. So why do you need trip a trip around the so, thumb? So yeah, that well, that's I've done that many times. Well, that's what I'm saying. So why do you, you can't need, do that? Why do you need an EV for that then? You really don't. It's just for people who don't want to have a gas car anymore i guess well i don't know maybe you're replacing the engine in your classic anyway and you see this as a cool option it's a brand new world people are thinking about it well, maybe you're right i'm sure they'll get some customers but i don't know like i, I said i'd consider it and but i like what's different about this at least from the ford version it sounds like gm is working with people to help you install it yeah like help you are. find a place to install it was ford not so, doing that they didn't. They were just selling the package. I see. Okay. I didn't see anything on it about installation. So this is a lot more accessible. Sure, that makes sense. Okay. Well, just just a thought to to piggyback off the uh, the EV discussion. Um. But anyway, I'm curious in what you put here because I did not hear about this. And as a former hockey player, oh, <laughs> I'm very curious to to hear about this. This was. This is our one of those. Famous uh, community group pages. Oh, we got to get back to that. Oh man, there, there has been some. Get back to our roots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The early days of the cutting out early podcast when we would just go off on these um, these uh, community groups, <laughs> local community. Oh my god! The, but the content never ends. It's becoming overwhelming now. Yeah. I mean, people go to these community groups to answer to ask questions that can be answered in five seconds on Google. I mean, it's it's amazing. Like, like I, I don't know. I mean, some people look for suggestions, but there, there's plenty of people that are like, uh, does anyone know what time uh, the Village Grill closes tonight? Oh I can't God. find it. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Did, did you try to look? <laughs> I mean, people ask for the hours of businesses or, or, or people. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, they know how to type it into Facebook, but they can't type it into Google. <laughs> No, just go to the Facebook page. It, it's unbelievable. Anyway. Anyway, I, I didn't think there's anything bad about this post. I just thought it would be an interesting jumping off point for discussion. And I thought some of the comments were very funny. Because oh, I I the, the real story is always in the comments. So, so so what is this group? I can't I can't see it because oh, I... Oh, he's not in it. Yeah, I haven't joined it. Okay, so this is the dad swap and chat. What does that mean? It's like dads in the community ask... Uh, questions about maintenance or fixing stuff up what or, are they swapping they're buying and selling things yeah they buy and sell anything oh, or just asking I random see. community questions that might be more poised towards a quote-unquote dad okay. which i mean i don't want to get anybody upset <laughs> at us alex 77 comments do you have to be a dad to join this group no i'm in it max is in, I'm it. in it so you guys are dads. i think uh my i think nancy's in it oh okay yeah, I mean... They're, they're, so you can I, be a dad or a mom, but this is aimed directly at dad. So there's also a mom's chat. Yeah, there, there's a mom swap. So why would why would your, why would would Nancy join the dad's chat when she could join the mom's chat? She joins both for both yeah, purposes. I'm in both. It's just content. It's, you know, you're involved in your community. Oh, I see. You get to see ridiculous posts like this. Can I read it? Or do you want to read it? No, you go for it. Okay. You're more dynamic reader. Than <laughs> this is a couple days ago, last week. Uh, from somebody who posted. And by the way, when you see a post garner more than eh, 50 comments or something, you know you have some good content here. (laughs) Let's just say that. On a warm December day after school, a few kids gather to play roller hockey at the dead end on our street. Kids range from 6th to ninth grade. All hockey players... They pulled them. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me, what grade are you in? All right, how about you? You're the small one. What grade are you (laughs) in? 
all hockey players, all safety geared with helmets, having a great time enjoying the bonus weather. Until dot dot dot. One of the residents called the police on them because they were being loud, quote unquote. And then called a second time because they had a hockey bag on the easement of the grass. Oh no! I appreciate the officer who walked over. Our street is right behind the farm's police station to check on the boys and told them to keep having fun. Seriously? Unfucking real! Now kids can't play outside without the cops being called on them? <laughs> 77 cows. She's a goofus! <laughs> <laughs> Is there anyone defending the person who called the police? Did you read through some of the comments? I read I read through some. I didn't see anybody defending them, but it could be in there. There's like 77 comments, so Let me a see. lot to sift through. What a jerky neighbor. Um, yeah, I can't wait to catch this neighbor not picking up his dog crap again. Maybe I'll take a video, then call the cops so they can issue them a $500 ticket. Oh, that's from the person who originally posted, too. Oh, is it really? Uh, the nerve of those kids getting exercise, playing roller hockey in the street with each other, and yelling, laughing, having fun. Send them to bed with no dinner. <laughs> I'm sure that's sarcasm. Pissed is an understatement. <laughs> someone's someone's night was just ruined. <laughs> How dare they go outside? Bunch of hooligans. The war on kids never ends. <laughs> Again, sarcasm. There's a lot of sarcasm on there. Light a bag of poop on fire on their porch. Ring the doorbell, then run. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, somebody posted, nope. And the exact reason our basketball net is in our backyard and not in the alley. Oh, wow. So they they don't want anybody having fun on their street? I I guess not. I guess not. Um, Yeah, somebody's having a a, a support of the person who called the police on there. Um, Let's see. Hilarious. If you can't beat them, join them. Oh, somebody wrote, Karen, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Got him. Oh, my God. There's a website where you can send people a dick in a box. Couple extra <laughs> bucks to add explosive glitter. Just throwing some ideas out there. That got a bunch of likes. <laughs> oh PM my me God. with that website, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that is a- awful. I saw a group playing today. They were great and helped me find a house while picking up a swap. Great group of young men just enjoying a fun game. People suck. Picking up something they purchased on here. Yeah, no, I've never heard that term before, a swap. I have not either. I don't think anybody except that one person I saw um, taking the... uh, uh, it's got to be. Call it's, the police. it's a dead end street, so it's got. First of all, it's gonna have no traffic. Yeah. So if they're concerned with safety, it's a dead end street. Like relax. Also, it's a dead end street, so they have to know each other, right? Like you have to know your neighbors oh, on the course. dead end street. So they know who it was, right? They have to. There's like only one person that would have done it. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some Scrooge on the street they know of. Oh, the person who posted it said they were going to call him out for not picking up their dog's poop. They know exactly who it is, <laughs> and they have a plan to exact revenge on them. <laughs> this happened to us one time. All of the kids on the block just having fun together and playing outside when some curmudgeon called the farm's police. The police came and played with them. Wow. Well, there you go. <laughs> Let kids be kids. Better than spending time gaming on a computer. <laughs> Miss the old <laughs> days when we used our imagination for fun. <laughs> uh, somebody posted a meme of of a uh, Karen on the cell phone. Yes, officer. I'd like to report. No one is eating my potato salad <laughs> at, at some park, presumably. Oh my god! You know, honestly, 
I'm I'm gonna keep trying to read some comments, but I want to go to my my old standard, my old uh, the 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 OG community page, at least in in my opinion. Um, oh my god, there is the, the content on here is just fantastic. Uh, there's somebody talking about childcare, like complaining. Um, complaining about childcare. What do you mean? Yeah, for those of you that were just informed, you are in a lottery for summer childcare. What is your backup option besides call a realtor, quit your career, overpay someone to sit on your couch? Did I miss any? Didn't think so. I'll be over here tending to my mental health, which is deteriorating due to stress. So, like, the, the public school system is doing a lottery for summer child care? Is that, is that what I'm getting it, from it? It sounds like, or it's, yeah, I, I guess. Interesting. Yeah, so, you know, people are not happy with that. Isn't that something that's always been a problem, though? Like, she's not the first oh, one yeah. to have that issue. I saw a post the other day. I'm trying to uh, find it. Oh, okay. Here it is. This garnered, well, only nine comments, but I thought it was pretty good because, um, you know, the movie theater that we, that the, the Gross Point has, Gross Point has a movie theater. In the park? Yeah, in the park. Okay. Or, or they have one at the War Memorial. Yeah, I guess they do. Although I heard, that was, I heard that was damaged in the flood. The Patriot Theater. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I just blew that off. <laughs> Um, somebody reposted a picture of the movie theater in the park. Um, they posted a, 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 a post on Facebook, I guess. It's a friendly reminder. We would like to remind patrons of the Windmill Point Park theaters to please be courteous and help us keep our theaters clean. We are working with limited staff and we need all patrons to help out by picking up after themselves and placing trash and recycling in the proper receptacles. Please have the courtesy of leaving the theaters as you find them when they arrive, yada, yada, yada. And then somebody reposted that on the community page and wrote along with it. Can we remind our teens to pick up after themselves? And I say teens because I would hope grown adults wouldn't be doing this. But if you're a slob, please pick up after yourself so we can continue to enjoy the facilities. And people are getting on her for um, ragging on teens and saying, um, you naturally assume it's only teenagers. I've seen plenty of families drop all ages of children off to the theater and just leave them. Pretty unneighborly, rude, and uncalled for to make that blanket assumption. Yes, it's also children 12 and under. (laughs) (laughs) This one says, more adults are are dirtier at the movie theater than any teens that I've seen. So they're getting on it for going after teenagers. Oh, my God. I know. As I said. It's just, uh, believe me, this is a snippet. Of, of some of the great content. And, you know, maybe during this this holiday break here, I'll compile some content here. And next show we can go through a little more because I think it's really great show content. The uh... <laughs> Where do these people come from? <laughs> <laughs> we can call it, that'll be our segment. The Where do these people come from? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I really do. Um, okay. You know, I, I want to do some of this sports stuff. We... But we're not a sports podcast. We're not a sports podcast. But we have to fit it in every episode. <laughs> of we don't course have we to. Do. No, we'll, we don't have to. No, we'll do it. To be honest with you guys, I, I feel like you guys are really good with the current events and, and stuff that's happening in the community. And <laughs> I feel like I just contribute most with the sports. That's, that's where fine. I, that's where my best no I, best contributions are made. You, I think you make contributions everywhere. <laughs> I I think you're selling yourself a little short. I, I'm happier you. here, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> we're all happier here. But we all know right now uh, COVID is kind of taking its toll on the entire sporting world, really the entire world, but specifically with sports. 
the NHL, they're nobody's playing right now. I, I don't think. No, they're they're off until after their Christmas break. I know the Red Wings are specifically. No, I think the whole NHL is. The whole now. NHL is okay. Yeah. So so that's done. It reminds me of of like March of 2020. Really, that's kind of the same feeling I'm getting. Um, the NFL they changed their policy, which is great because I think surprise yeah. surprise they don't want to give up any money. <laughs> no, it's the NFL. They can do whatever they want. They're like, oh, we're having this problem with uh, COVID. Too many people are testing positive. Uh, well, why don't we just change the policy? We're not going to test them anymore if they're vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, what if we just don't test them? Then they can't test positive. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, they. Uh, so what do you think, Zach? I'm curious. Well, it, it, first of all, this is not just the NFL that wanted this. So the, the NFLPA, which is like the NFL Players Union, yeah. um, also was in favor of this. Originally, the NFLPA was like, no, we want tests for everybody um, regardless, but then they like got a pull from their players and the players just said, we're like, we're done. Like we're vaccinated. We're ready to go. So it's not just the NFL trying to make money. It, the players agree with it too. They just want to be able to play the sport without having to worry about this. Cause there were two games this week that were delayed. The Rams game Rams played Seattle and Cleveland played, uh, Steelers or someone. I don't know, but they, both those games were delayed till yesterday, Tuesday. So Seattle shit the bed. I was pissed. That's okay. I was really upset. My fantasy team did not work out for me. No. But anyway. Hey, hey, hey. Look, look at me. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. Well done. Yeah, Max beat me in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> Big one. <laughs> I was lucky I, to make it. Hey, I beat you bigly. Bigly. It wasn't even close. It was great. It was It was a It was a total blowout. The thing is that, so we had six teams in the playoffs. Two teams got a bye. And any team that didn't have a bye would have beaten the two teams that did have a bye this week. <laughs> <laughs> we all would have beaten the teams that yeah. had the bye. That's a good point. It was a tough week. I'm upset. I'm upset. But anyway, so the NFL... Fantasy football is all up to matchups. <laughs> anyway. No, you're right. It's... Well, and injuries. 100% injuries. No, I mean matchups between you and whoever you're playing that week randomly. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could be the second highest scorer in the league, which a lot of times I'd lose, and I would be like the second or third highest scoring team in the league. It's frustrating. Yeah. Anyway... That's my TED Talk. Thank you for coming. You're just, you're just bitter. <laughs> if you want to support Alex in his uh, NFL or his fantasy team, you can uh, reach out to him. He really needs the support right now. He seems like he's really upset about it. Next season. I was just happy to be there. <laughs> I shouldn't have even been <laughs> <laughs> um, But anyway, so the NFL's kind of changed it so that more they probably won't have these cancellations anymore, which is, I don't know, I, I have a feeling it's a way that a lot of these sports teams are going to go. I think the NHL is a little. What is going on? I'm tightening your microphone because it keeps falling. Oh no, that's not what falls. It's this thing that's like loose. Oh, that is. We'll fix it after the show. Yeah, well, they, now you distracted me. Sorry, sorry. I thought the listeners might want to know that <laughs> the microphone's just falling all over the place. No, I like to move it myself. Oh, I also okay. do this a lot. Continue then. Continue then. I apologize. Um, you, I think this is like turning into a bit where you guys like distract me during. You know, the, oh, the topics that I'm talking about. Now, now it definitely is because I'm going to get some <laughs> drops fired up right now. This is going to be great. So please continue, Zach. But anyway, I, honestly, we would love it. If if this is the way that the um, NFL wants to proceed, I'm actually – I'm okay with it because the uh, – how do – in everyday life, unless you're working from home, most people don't get tested every day or every week or every way to go to the office, right? Sure. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. And I feel like that these NFL players are being – you know, put through the loop to play football when the everyday person isn't necessarily going through the um, the loops that they have to go through. So, and 
just making the NFL players test is not going to stop the spread of COVID. If they really wanted yeah. to stop the spread of COVID, it would have to be a like a nationwide thing, not the, you know, 1% of the 1% of athletes that play in the NFL. I, I think that's a good Use point. your yeah. common sense. It's a <laughs> yeah. great point. I, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what they're trying to do. By you testing know, every day? Yeah. I mean, how many of these players are symptomatic or asymptomatic? I don't. You what's don't know. The, what's the spread? Oh, I, I'm, I thought almost all of them were like asymptomatic. Well, except Jared Goff. Jared Goff just went in, and he said he has like mild cold symptoms. Yeah. But most of them are. There's never been in the NFL, at least, a severe case where somebody's like been hospitalized. Is it getting to the point where they're doing things that really don't make the most sense, or maybe is not following the science, but it's just being done a hundred percent for optics and trying to stay in the good light of of everybody who like the most worried person about covid I, they want to stay in their positive image and, i wouldn't and say it really doesn't necessarily I make sense i wouldn't say it's against the science i think most of the things that the nfl has implemented were like based on you know scientific data or whatever but maybe some of it is for show i don't know like if it's probably a little bit of both yeah i don't think it's i don't think it's a it's a very gray area well, it, yeah, I see what you're saying, but I, I just, I don't know. I'm, I listen. I'm, I'm glad that they changed the rule. I think that makes the most sense. I didn't understand why they were testing everybody all the time anyway. I think the analogy between just normal people who are working every day in an office—they're not getting tested every day. You're absolutely right. No. So why are these, why, why are these players who are probably some of the most least risked people in the entire country? Why are they going through this? Or maybe even a Probably. better example is that I was at the LCA yesterday for the MSU Oakland basketball game, and they don't yeah. have a they don't have a mask policy at no. the LCA. No one had a mask there. I've been to the Red Wings games this year. Yeah, so it's like you're gonna say like, oh, we're you know maybe we're protecting our players, but at the same time, there's a stadium filled with people who potentially could be transmitting them COVID, and I'm sure that their space, you know, on the floor isn't gonna save all of them. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. No, I agree. So. Yeah. I, the only thing I would say is they are working in pretty close conditions during the week when they're at practice and the weight rooms and their team meetings and whatnot. And it, I mean, it could, if you have a sympt- symptomatic cases going around, it could like wipe out your whole team. Just everyone's sick. And yeah, not seriously sick, but you can't play for like two, three weeks just because waves of people keep getting COVID, which would derail the season. If, yeah, well, and then, but if you don't. So if you can isolate the few cases you have fast. Then I guess you can prevent that. But then the thought is those people have already exposed everyone else anyway. Right. So right. and you don't know if they're the ones that brought the exposure in yeah. because so many people are asymptomatic. So are are we just headed is is everything just gonna be shut down again? I don't a, think a so. A year after I, we have the vaccine, everything's I, just being shut down. I don't I think mean it's so dis- it's it's discouraging. It, it's just not, it's so discouraging. I don't think so because like you said, we have the vaccine now. Yeah. So it's everybody's choice and a pill. To, to go out. And you know, be active, yeah, with or without the vaccine. Well, I mean, the NHL shut down, and everyone—I thought everyone except um, Bertuzzi was vaccinated in the NHL. Yeah, everybody in the entire league. Well, they well, just, they just can't down. field a team because so many people have COVID. The, I think the difference for hockey too is you have international travel too, and Canada has been a lot more strict on their COVID policies than yeah, the US have. has been. Well, that's a big part of the NHL. Yeah, so. Uh, the NHL has to deal with Canada, yeah. which the NFL does not have to deal with Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. So, is is COVID going to ruin the bowl games for for college football? I it has the capacity to. It seems like Texas A yeah. and M already had to drop out of their bowl game because they couldn't field a team. 
they had too many players, too many scholarship players that uh, will be ineligible for their bowl game. So they're looking for a new uh, new team to play Wake Forest. And the Gator Bowl on the 31st, yeah. Yeah. Which is, this is really interesting to me because I don't know if, like, Texas A&M was just like, oh, we all have COVID and we're not even going to, like, try and do it because the, the it seems yeah, like. Yeah, it's nine days until the 31st. I know. And Couldn't they get some negative tests if they're uh, all vaccinated? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just kind of a weird story to me that, like, all of a sudden they're like, oh, 10 days from now we're not going to be ready to go. And it's like, yeah. they're also in Texas and for what i've seen so far texas has been a very like lax when it comes to covid policies and everything so i'm sure they're not like huge mandates from the states coming down that you guys like need to be 10 days positive or 10 days negative before you can play again or something like that so i thought their story was a little strange but um are they scared of wake forest maybe <laughs> are, are you guys ready for your arguments about michigan like if, if they end up well the championship? I, this they is, didn't really get there in the wake of you know, uh, you Texas are... A&M pulling out of the Gator Bowl. The NCAA kind of put in new policies for their New Year's Six Bowls and their um, their uh, playoff games. And for the Fiesta and Peach Bowls, which the Peach Bowl, Michigan State's playing in this year, um, they are okay w- with rescheduling them within one week okay. if they cannot fill the team for uh, COVID. And then the so the semifinal games, though, that's where it gets interesting. They are not going to reschedule them. They The team who cannot... F- uh, feel the team automatically forfeits, which is concerning, especially because Georgia has had two players that recently went into COVID protocol. Yeah, maybe beneficial for Michigan. I don't know. I don't know how Michigan fans feel about that. If if it were me, I think it's kind of silly, like that you're gonna go to the championship game without even playing the other team. But it's definitely an asterisk in my. But yeah, I would rather them push it. Like, just yeah, push it. Quarantine everybody. Wait till, you know, there's enough people to field teams on both sides and play the games i would i'd rather them play the second stringers like say a few people the starters get COVID or something like that i would say play it now i understand if everyone gets COVID and you can't even field a team then okay postpone it or forfeit but don't for yeah but don't forfeit is what i'm saying i that's that's where i take a little issue i don't think they're gonna need to forfeit i think there's gonna be enough people on both teams that are are fine and tested i hope so what if what if Michigan's quarterback goes down. So right now it's Georgia. Well, they have two quarterbacks. They're good. Well, JT Daniels, the backup quarterback for Georgia, which is essentially the equivalent equivalent, excuse me, of JJ McCarthy yeah. for Michigan. And then one of their receivers who I actually heard tested negative today. So I think he's he like tested positive and then he tested negative. So I don't know if he's good to come back. I don't know what their policies are. Okay. Because um, every school has their own policies that they abide by, right? Yeah, I think or so. Or every conference, one or the other. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, I think it's something like that where the school or so, the conference. So at this point, it's the school because the conference will do whatever the school, whatever they can to get the school to play in the championship. Yeah, like the Big Ten did with Ohio State. Yeah, uh, exactly. I, 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 it's just like a. I, that's why I think it's really funny that Texas A&M isn't doing it because I just I feel like there's something else going on and why they wouldn't do that. But the, so, the champ- so if you can basically name your own protocols, <laughs> why? Are any of these schools announcing any positive tests? They aren't. I, That's stupid. I think Michigan State has an or Michigan State had a couple COVID positive cases. Rumor has it anyway. The week Rumor prior has it. <laughs> prior to the uh, Penn State game, it, it, there were there was a flu outbreak too, but there were also COVID positives, and they didn't say which students had the flu or COVID. They just said they can't play for yeah. illness or whatever. 
So I, I, I don't think they have to say anything. Tuck knows how to play the game. <laughs> no, but I, it, essentially you wouldn't want to tell either if you're Georgia or U of M because you don't want to say, like, you know, all of our players are going into COVID protocol and we won't have this player yeah. to practice or do anything for the game, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're so right. So you don't, you don't really know what's going on. Nobody knows what's going on. I think they'll play. I, I'm just guessing. I don't know. Who knows? Everything could hit. Shit could hit the fan in the next five days or so. They could have. You know, it, it, the other interesting thing is the NFL has adopted this policy where they're not testing asymptomatic players anymore. Yeah. Do you think that the NCAA would just like say, yeah, we're going forward with that right now? You know, it's sure. a little different because they're student athletes and not you know paid professionals. But sure. For college football. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. At this point in the college football season, there's like, you know, just a handful of games left, and there's a lot of money on the line for these handful of games. Yeah. So I could see them doing that. Shouldn't now, that be the policy everywhere? Doesn't that make the most sense regardless? Stop of, testing of the unless they're asymptomatic. Yeah, or if, you're vac- symptomatic. if you're vaccinated, stop testing asymptomatic people. Why do you need to test them at all? Period. You know, I, I feel like this should have been implemented a while ago. Well, to identify and quarantine the cases so it doesn't spread further I, is the I, I idea. Know. Okay, well. If they're vaccinated and they're asymptomatic, I didn't think it was like possible for them to spread. I don't know. Uh, well, and the I thought the is, vaccine was supposed to prevent that. No, it, you can still, you can still get it and spread it, but your your symptoms are less severe. What, what if you, you have no? Know. What if you have no symptoms? Uh, you could still have it. You're just asymptomatic. Right, can you spread it? I think so. I want to say yes. Should, that should even we know asymptomatic these people. I think now? no. I mean, we do. I, I just I I'm don't. not up on the. I haven't read the paper. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. I it's not. Know. It's not of the science isn't there. It's that I haven't read. The no, stuff. I understand, but it's just so <laughs> discouraging that we're dealing. Yeah, I, with I don't want to say live on air what I know and what I don't know. <laughs> but then they get people who have different opinions on it, so you don't really even know what to believe. Sometimes it's like. You know what I mean? If you get your news from one side and then you get your news from the other side, whatever it may be, whatever source it is, you're going to hear two different things. And then you're going to think, well, do I have to believe this or do I believe that? You're almost hearing two different sides of the same story. And it's not just COVID, it's everything. But it's just so frustrating because it seems like there's no perfect answer. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying. I, I It's discouraging and it's frustrating. And I just want to watch some football. I'm I think saying, we will. I, I, I think you're right. I think... If something really starts to happen and people are concerned, I think they're going to be like, okay, we're just going to stop testing asymptomatic people and make this yeah. happen. Because I think even the players in the playoff are going to be like, no, we want to play. And then the you know the schools obviously want to play and the yeah. games want to play because of the money. So um, I don't. Know. I think at the end of the day it will end up happening, it, especially when we get to these more serious games. I think Texas A&M will hopefully be a, an exception. So... Yeah, because that's Wake Forest, ACC runner-ups. Texas A&M had a pretty good season, yeah. I think. They beat Bama. I mean, they're yeah. no slouch. So who are they going to find to replace that game? Are you going to have some, like, 4-8 and eight team go play Wake Forest? That that's what seems... they were trying to do. They were calling Rutgers. They called Illinois or something like that. They were just calling teams like, hey, can you come play Wake Forest? <laughs> <laughs> we want to play this game. And then I, I think there are a couple, like, um, I think wait, Rutgers said no. And I think Illinois said no because it would be so hard for them to transition into like we were done for the season, we didn't care. Now you guys want us to come back. It would be too hard for them to do. But there, there are some like lower tier schools that are interested in it just because the money would be really good for them, as opposed to like Illinois as a state. Could some teams go play two bowl games? Like there were some early bowl games played on say the seventeenth or eighteenth or twentieth even, and then this game's on New Year's Eve, right? Yeah. So that's 
10, 11 days of practice and yeah. recovery, that's like a normal week. They could go play that, no problem. Yeah, no, I, they could. They were talking about that too. I would rather see that than some four and eight like loser team. I know. Wake Forest wanna, is just going to dunk on. I don't want to anyway. see. <laughs> I don't want to see Butkers in a bowl game. <laughs> Greg Schiano thinks otherwise. I think most of the bowl games are dumb anyway, unless it's the semifinals. Have you been watching? No. You haven't watched any of them. The, apparently, the, the bowl few, games. No. Apparently, Not the really. ratings are up. Like people are, they are really? watch, people are watching them. Yeah. No kidding. I haven't had a chance. Yeah. Is that because more people are just home watching TV? Maybe, and they're just something to throw on in the background. I don't know. When you're pretending to work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I do feel, I mean, I don't know because things have been busy for me at work, but the vibe that I get just reading social media and stuff is people are just like coasting hardcore into the holidays right now. (laughs) Like this holiday of all holidays, people are just like, I need to not be working right now. I've gotten that vibe as well. I feel like that happens every year though. Maybe yeah, but this, this year I feel it's really prominent. I <laughs> really do. I, I agree 100%. Not me, though. I mean, I, oh, okay. I'm work, <laughs> no, me, I'm work, me neither. I'm working very hard. So am I. I, I have to be. For any, oh, yeah. for any of my, our bosses listening yet, working very, very diligently. No, no, I, I have been. <laughs> but <laughs> I, have to, I was at work till 7.30 last night. <laughs> Great stuff. I went to dinner and logged back on afterwards. Oh, I, was, I was working till late. Just because I want to get something out of the way so we have time to get together with friends. And I understand. <laughs> I understand. Um, what do you guys think about the Lions uh, ruining their draft pick? I'm, that's, <laughs> I hate that take. Do you really? I do. because I don't. You know, you know why I hate that take? Because they've never done anything good in the draft in the past. Exactly. Okay. What good is a first-round pick if you're going to do poorly anyway? They, a, first, you, a number one pick, you mean? Yes, a first pick, the number one overall pick, if you're not going to do anything with it anyway. because This year's different. I know, but... I don't know. The, the Steelers pick mid-round every year because they're always pretty good, and they draft like no other. And the Lions, you always see all these names that are drafted after the Lions pick that end up being pro bowlers and, yeah. and all NFL players and Hall of Famers, and we picked some, like, dingbat who was out Jeffrey of the league. Jeffrey Okuda. Yeah, we picked somebody who's out of the league in three years. But there's a difference between having the number one pick overall and then We can the mess that up, four. too, though. I think well, I'm. I get this year. There's there's no defined number especially one. This year, especially th- th- it's this year. Leaving the Lions to go this play this poorly in a year when there's no defined number one pick. The thing. Well, the, the thing is that every every team has different draft needs. So if we're gonna be towards the top, we should be able to get the best player at the position we have a need for, right? So we need a quarterback. So it shouldn't. We need a quarterback. Well, maybe maybe this is the year that we want us ourselves to fall because the top picks are going to be the defensive end from Oregon and Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. So if they go one two, then maybe it's not so bad that we pick a quarterback at three. We're almost forced to, and maybe since we're picking the best quarterback in a draft class, which I still think holds way more value than a lot of experts are saying in a year where there is no number one overall pick. I don't think you need to pick quarterback number one overall for them to be a good franchise quarterback. Yeah, I agree, but th- usually every year there's one standout. I think I that, mean, there's one any, guy. If you're getting the top quarterback in a draft class, he's going to be good, you'd hope, right? Well, the, the thing Maybe is, not this year. Well, the thing it's is, a weird year. It just is. When was the last time we've had a year where there hasn't been a defined number one quarterback going into it? Yeah, that, that is a weird year. Last year we had like five, right? Yeah. We had Lawrence. We had Wilson. There was the guy from that D2 school or whatever, and they were saying that all of those players would have been drafted above this class. So it's not yeah. necessarily like – it's not necessarily a thing of, like, he's the best in the class. Sure he is, but he's just not as talented as you would normally get in the first round of the NFL draft. 
And it's like, is it worth it to go for somebody that might not be as talented as the top five quarterbacks were last year? You know, um, I don't know. I honestly, I think this is. A, I think a lot of. <laughs> Sorry, something auto played in an article I was reading. <laughs> well, what, what is it? It was. It, it was unrelated to what I was reading. I oh, don't forget it. It was a football play, but I was reading. It sounded like a football. I play. was reading every draft quarterback draft class since two thousand to see if there was ever a draft class where there were just no quarterbacks that worked out <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, but the 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 thing is, is I don't really think it matters for us. I, I think there are some specific fans in Detroit who are upset because. Aiden Hutchinson was supposed to be number one, and then the Lions were going to be number one, and he would come home to Detroit. That's, I don't think. I think you think people are saying that. I think Give this, me a break. I think this narrative, that kind of narrative, is upsetting people that that might not happen anymore. But I, we need a quarterback. We need a quarterback. Who doesn't think a, we need a quarterback to for, a for good our first pick? general manager should be able to pick out good talent at any stage of the draft? And I okay. don't think the Lions. I, agree. I don't think the Lions should get. I agree. I don't think. I agree. I don't think the Lions. Should should get a quarterback this year, first of all. Are you kidding me? I don't. I think, honestly, have you looked at Jared Goff's numbers, first of all? His QB ratings for, like, the past four games have been pretty good. Are you pro-Jared Goff now? I don't think – so this is my thought. You think he's the guy that's going to take this team to successful playoff runs? I don't think Jared Goff is very good. I don't think he's the best. He's not as good as Stafford was. He's just – he's not very good. But Well, uh, Jared Goff's won a playoff game. Stafford hasn't. Okay, that's – it's stupid. <laughs> but anyway, just that's kidding. just a stupid take. But the, I know. It's true. The the Lions have been two, three, and one since the bye. And the thing that yeah. happened since the bye is when they were 0 and 8 before, now they're two, three, and one, is the Dan Campbell's calling plays on the offense, which I thought a lot of people were like, wow, he's really looking like an idiot early on, but maybe it's doing something. He started calling plays before the bye. No, it was the bye. He came out of the bye calling plays. Are you sure Pittsburgh. it wasn't the game or two before that? It was the Pittsburgh game. Okay. And that all right. was out of the all bye. All right, all right, all right. And the other um thing that happened is Taylor Decker's back and the O-line has looked really really good and I think that maybe Jared Goff is just not bad enough that you can use him and you can be a decent team and if you have an amazing offensive line and you really necessitate the other positions you can have a good team without having a Tom Brady or a Patrick Mahomes and I was actually talking about this with my roommate the other day I was like how many playoff teams go into make it to the Super Bowl or further without a good quarterback. I mean, you had the Rams make it to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff. I mean, we've kind of found out he's not as great as he was then. You know, it was the team around him that helped him. You had the 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo, who's been, like, in and out of the bench with their rookie coming in. He's, you know, another, like, not amazing quarterback, but very viable. But those are those are small examples I think the vast majority of a good playoff team has a strong quarterback. The, period. The I really Atlanta so. Falcons with Matt Ryan. I don't think anyone's going to say that Matt Ryan's an elite quarterback. Um, even Eli Manning. Eli Manning won three Super Bowls. Nobody is going to say that Eli Manning was an elite quarterback. The thing that made them good was the team around them, either their okay. offensive line, whether it be you know the 49ers or their defensive line, specifically the defensive line, I think okay. is a big deal. I, I think a quarterback's more important than you're than you're pointing out. But I well, they are important. It, you got to have somebody who's not gonna f up and you well, know chuck sure. a bunch of interceptions or do something stupid. You just need them to play the position as it's supposed to be played, and the rest of the team can play and win. And I I think that we can use Jared Goff in the ways that those other teams are using their moderate quarterbacks. <laughs> Alex. 
how how graceful. But especially if we have a running game where we have somebody, Josh Reynolds, nobody's heard of before, literally like picked up off the street running for 100 yards against yeah. you know a team. If you have a good offensive line that can do that, you can do almost anything. You know, you give Jared Goff. Jared Goff have like years to throw the ball. Did you see that? And I, granted, the Arizona Cardinals did not bring their A game. Like no. it was that is more of a loss on the Arizona Cardinals than it was a win on the on the Detroit Lions last week. But um, I think there's a lot of potential in keeping Jared Goff. I don't, the, I don't the think difference, he's a guy. I I just think he's so bad. You have to. I think he can have a couple good games here and there, but he's not going to be somebody who's consistently strong enough to to lead a team. The reason why we thought he was so bad early on was he wouldn't throw the ball down the field. He wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. And the difference is now he is throwing the ball down the field, and maybe that's a you know something you know something else is going on, and they're not maybe they weren't able to do the plays they wanted. But I think if you can use Jared Goff to get you. You should you should stick with him. Sure. I, Instead of reaching for a quarterback, do you imagine? I don't I mean, think he's the guy. I, I mean, don't they were able to use guy. Jared Goff to get to a Super Bowl. I know that's what I'm saying. I I know like Jared Goff is not the greatest, but I guess he's good enough if you put pieces around him. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, but I don't. It's gonna take a long time for the Lions to have the pieces that the Rams did when they went to the Super Bowl. Well, well, listen to this. You're you're the number two pick now. I, I know a little know. more help than I. You're the number two pick now. You get. Um, either Aiden Hutchinson or Thibodeau, whichever one happens to drop to you in the in the Thibodeau, 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 <laughs> Thibodeau. Um, I just don't want to watch Michigan highlights every time I turn on the Lions. That's well, like, I know that that so was cynical. That was part of my oh favorite my part of them winning that game because I figured that the Jaguars would take uh, Hutchinson now and I wouldn't have to worry about it. But guys, I also I also don't want hometown distractions for them. Hometown, no distra- hometown distractions. Yes, yes, you have family all around just hounding you for tickets and everything. <laughs> It's a real thing. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Oh, come on. What about Larkin? He's the hometown favorite. He seems to be doing fine. It's taken him a long time to find <laughs> his crew. It has. It has. That is true. Yeah. But um, whatever. It's a, it's also Red Wings are a little lower profile. Playing in the NHL is a little lower profile. You have games on like Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's not you know primetime NFL Sunday. Right. Well, whatever. but I'm saying like the second pick in the first round, we could have a defensive end, and you could do another defensive end. There's uh this this Greek guy from Purdue, I forget his name, or you could do a, a wide receiver and suddenly like you're putting a team together and you have some talent in these positions that the lines have really been lacking for a long time. And if you can kind of, you know, finagle away maybe and have this great offensive line performance with one of their uh, Ragnow has been out all year. Yeah. If he's back next year, you could have a pretty good team next year. Yeah. I would with still two, be with two more picks in the first round next year, not even this year, the year after that. I would still be very happy taking a quarterback this year. I think they need a bigger rebuild than you're thinking. And I think it needs to just be gutted start from scratch. I just don't think there's really what, what, any saving grace. And I also don't think Dan Campbell's the guy that's going to be the successful coach for this team. I just don't think he's a, a true winner. I don't think oh, I don't think that's true. I think the the one thing look I like... His, look at the record he's played with. I, I mean, well, I just don't think he's... This is a prediction, but I don't think he's going to be the guy. This is another thing I think. I think Dan Cam... I think the head coaching position is a little overrated. I think really? The, I think the defensive coordinators and the people running each play is the big reason why big teams win. You know, and then... This the head coach brings in the mantra. He brings like the common goal. He like keeps everyone on the same page. Yeah, but he also can bring in the coordinators. Well, yeah, but it, that's also the GM does that. The team looks into managers. It's not just the you know the head coach who yeah. hires them. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I guess we'll see. Um, I, just, I don't know. I, uh, believe me, we can go on and on and on. Anyway, oh, I just want to name some quarterbacks that were not taken number one overall um, in the last 20 years. That ended up what? That ended up being good. Okay. And maybe weren't even the first overall in their draft class. Um, so I went to NFL.com, and they ranked the quarterback classes of the last 20 years. Um, so I'm just going to the top 10 uh, of those draft classes, 10 best draft classes of the past 20 years for quarterbacks, just to name some quarterbacks who have been very good who weren't taken number one overall. So in a year where, let's see, one, two, three, four, four quarterbacks were taken in the first round, including Cam Newton, number one overall. Andy Dalton, number 35 overall in the second round. He ended up being pretty good. Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> right after him, number 36. Colin Kaepernick? Yeah, he was good. Tyrod Taylor, 100. He was, good. He was pretty good. Colin Kaepernick. Well, For what, two years? He went to the Super Bowl. Okay. Did he win? No, 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 no they, not win a Super that was the Bowl. one they Jim lost. Harbaugh lost to John Harbaugh. Right, right. They lost. Ryan Mallett, he was serviceable. <laughs> no, he wasn't. That was in 2011. What are you talking about? That was a. You remember him? He he played for Michigan and then transferred to Arkansas and then got drafted. And yeah. He was 2008. Uh, Matt Ryan was number three overall. He won an MVP. He's been very good. Okay. He, I wouldn't say he's elite though. Huh? He's not an elite quarterback. No. Okay. He was the number one overall that year. Define uh, elite quarterback. The first okay. overall. He was the first quarterback <laughs> taken that year. Joe Flacco was taken 18th overall. He went to the Super Bowl and won over Colin Kaepernick. Elite Joe Flacco. Yes. <laughs> the elite Joe Flacco. Um, in 2003, Carson Palmer went number one overall. Um, <laughs> nice. It's 18 years ago. But nobody really. Oh, Carson Palmer was decent, right? Cliff Kingbury in uh, the sixth round. I I think we're getting it to the point where... 2020, we had Joe Burrow, number one overall, then Tua, number five, Justin Herbert, number six, who's been very good. 2020 was a unique year, too. But there's also recency bias, too, because a lot of those rookies haven't had a chance to play out their rookie deals yet, right? 2001, Drew Brees, taken first uh, overall in the second round. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Elite Drew Brees. Elite Drew Brees. Michael Vick went number one Elite overall. Elite having year. children, Drew Isn't Brees. Isn't it crazy? Michael, oh, no, not Drew Brees. Michael Vick and Drew Brees were taken in the same draft. Wow, they don't seem like the CMA era. No. No, not at all. They really don't. 2005, Aaron Rodgers went 24 overall. Ryan Aaron Fitz- Rodgers Aaron Rodgers is just the best over. I I have it, I don't get how that I don't get how that team is so good. I, Ryan Fitzpatrick went team. Ryan They're, Fitzpatrick went 250th overall. We thing, get a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick 250th <laughs> overall. Yeah, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick has taken years to figure it out though. Like he he wasn't good when he was younger. And when he was on Buffalo, he was not very good. And then all of a sudden he like went to the the Bucks or and he was decent and then Miami and he was decent and I don't know. It's taken him a long time to figure it out. Russell Wilson in the third round. Kirk Cousin in the fourth round. Is Kirk Cousins an elite quarterback? He is a good quarterback. <laughs> I think All he's, right, I he's better. Think than, is he better than Jared Goff? Uh, yeah. Because okay. I think Jared Goff's the worst quarterback in the league. Wow. The worst starting you quarterback. You need to look up his, his QBRs for the past. They're all over like 120. Okay. Josh Allen was the third quarterback taken in his draft at number who's, seven overall. Who's worse um, than... Um, than Jared Goff in the league. Starting quarterback. Yeah, starting quarterback. Worse? Yeah. And Teddy not... Bridgewater. I don't like Teddy Bridgewater at all. That's okay. Fair. Um, the same Sam Darnold, maybe? Just going to chuck picks He's hurt. I'd, I'd rather He's have... hurt. Doesn't count. Okay. I'd rather have well, Darnold. Whatever, whatever person uh, Carolina's. Cam Newton. Cam Newton's out there right now. He's horrible. Uh, he's better than Goff. Come on. What? 
Cam Newton. He can run. No, if you all right, he's a little erratic. I'm talking about his a little a little off show. Go and watch Carolina's last game and watch some of the throws that Cam Newton made, and you will completely understand why he is horrible. All right, Patrick Mahomes. I'll give you the chance. Tenth overall, Matthew Stafford, Deshaun Watson, twelfth overall, Brady, wherever he was, Deshaun Watson. The the thing is too is those wait a second Matthew QBs, would you say Matthew Stafford what overall no 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 I no. said Deshaun Watson I was overall. saying I was saying quarterbacks worse than Jared Goff and oh. I said Matthew Stafford and no I got oh, taken oh, 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 okay. but um, it's my quarterback <laughs> and then uh, no the thing is is those QBs had some hype behind them when they were coming into the draft like they had some intangibles they had some NFL skills that the scouts really liked coming into the draft. Nobody in this draft has that. Well, you know, things change a lot during the draft combine. When these scouts actually get a close look at these guys, it things change a lot when during the combine when it comes to quarterbacks. If, if they if they find a good quarterback this year, more power to I don't team. mind Kenny Pickett. He reminds me of Herbert a little bit. Did you ro- watch uh, Russell Wilson last night at all? No, I didn't he watch any hor- of it. It was horrible. Was he bad? Oh, my God. It was so bad. That's- it was just Awful. He couldn't make a pass. It was just abysmal. It was a bad night. Why? Because of his finger? I don't know why. I don't know. It just l- looked horrible. I mean, it, no offense. He couldn't make a pass. Could not make a pass. Couldn't complete a target. Interesting. Um, okay, we got we got to move on, guys, um, because we are we're <laughs> not a sports podcast. It's not a sports podcast, and we're getting past an hour and a half because I still want to do one more thing before we go. All right, last topic. Uh, last topic. Let's let's round it out on a good topic. Well, what do you got first, it's, Max? It's, Present it. There's Christmas music history that has. Oh, been this made. is. Well, we got to hear it then. <laughs> I'm pulling it up. It's Christmas. You know, we got to get this in before the end of the holidays when all of our lights are coming down. No more Christmas decorations. No more talking about the holiday. It's January 2nd, and we're all about business on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a great song. I've heard this before. <laughs> really? Yeah, this is pretty popular, isn't it? <laughs> This song. Who is this? <laughs> yeah, it's a new one. No, no, no. This song. It's Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable how popular this song. Selena has become, Gomez. Really. Oh my God. Mariah Carey. Ari- Ariana Grande. Ah, <laughs> uh, so that's what I was thinking. Of. <laughs> Have you heard her song? Her her Christmas song. I'm Not sure the one she did with Fallon, but the other. I just I don't know. Maybe I just don't like Ariana. Oh, it's Grande. a mass. It's a mass Christmas. That's catchy. I like that song. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I listened to your guys' segment from last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys weren't a fan. No. It's just horrible. Anyway. Well, she has a different Christmas song, too, like just herself. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that actually sounds pretty good in the headset. Anyway, <laughs> we all know this song. I'm sure it's in your head now. It'll be in your head for the rest of the day. It's peaked at the number one slot on Billboard's Hot 100 chart for the third year in a row. Play us out, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> It was released first in 1994. Uh, it hit number one for the first time in more than 20 years in 2019. Gained popularity was number one in 2020. Number one this year again in 2021. The song is the first to do this three separate times after breaking a tie with Chubby Checker's 1960 dance hit, The Twist, which shot up to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1960 and again in 1962. I heard Mariah Carey has a house, a room in her house just totally dedicated to Christmas year-round. <laughs> she should. Yeah, because this song paid for her house. <laughs> All of them. Unbelievable. 
I mean, everyone knows this song, but it did make music history. Do, do you guys have a favorite Christmas song? I, I love when, like, November comes around and this song just starts creeping up the charts <laughs> on the Spotify top songs. You just know the season's coming. It's great. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a little too loud. Oh, too loud for you? <laughs> But yeah, Max, I have a list of my favorite Christmas songs. Do you really? A yeah, list? One, one of my favorites is uh, the the Beach Boys song. Oh, I like that song. Yeah, Little St. Nick. That's a great song. I love that one. Merry Christmas, Christmas come this time each year. <laughs> I know, it, it is good. Okay, that's a, that's a good one. Here, I'm pulling it up right now. And I like the Springsteen rendition of, uh, what song does it? Santa Claus Coming to Town. Yeah, yeah Santa Claus Coming to Town. Santa Claus Coming to Town. Yeah, so raspy. I really like that song. I love Jingle Bell Rock. By anybody specific? Uh, whatever the popular one is on the radio. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holly Jolly Christmas. Yeah. Holly Jolly Christmas? You want to play it? Yeah, go ahead. It's a oh, classic. Oh, this oh, yeah. is a classic. As far as classics go, that's a good one. Yeah. Do you have any Christmas songs you don't like? Maybe that's a hotter topic. Ooh, any Christmas songs I don't like? Yeah. Have a holly jolly Christmas. I like that. It's, it's also like a great intro to anything. It is a good intro. Especially around the season. Or outro. Um, Christmas songs I don't like. I'm, I'm sure there's a bunch. I'm just trying to think. See, if yeah. I hear them, I'll know. Right. Because you don't choose to listen to them. I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the problem is, is like, the, you know, the radio stations that have the Christmas music yeah. all the time. And, and I see they start November 1st usually. Yeah, and it, you'll always hear, like, just garbage Christmas songs. But, yeah. I mean, you don't pay attention to them because they're bad. You just flip the station. <laughs> Here, I'm, here's I'll, maybe a hot take. I don't love the Grinch song. Really? Oh, no, I don't yeah, really like it. I, I agree with you, Alex. That's not that's not the best. This is probably one of my favorite, at least my favorite area. Oh, S- Snoopy? Yeah, I mean, well, Charlie Brown's Christmas. Yeah. Vince, Snoopy. Vince Guaraldi, uh, who is a great jazz play- piano player. Great player. But I, I could listen to this entire album, and I, I just think they're all just Yeah, awesome. it's good listening. It's great listening. Or is it... I'd Nat- say this is up there for my top Christmas music, probably Nat- by far. Nat King Cole has some classics too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Hold on, let's pull up this best one. Zach, did you pause that clip? Yeah. You know, so when I when I work, I like to put on like some background music, yeah. like just acoustic piano or guitar or jazz or something like that. And during the holidays, I always make it Christmas-themed, like acoustic Christmas guitar, acoustic sure. Christmas piano. Christmas cocktail jazz <laughs> while, I'm, while I'm working just to get me through the day. Well, this is what started Christmas jazz. This Vince Guaraldi. Yeah. Back in the 60s when he made this album for the for the show. For our show? For, wow. For the Charlie Brown show. I didn't realize our budget was that high. The Christmas special. I'm trying to think of another song that I don't like. This is this is Nat King Cole's most played on Spotify. Right, go ahead, Zach. Oh yeah. It's just the Christmas song. I didn't know that was what, this is what it was called. I never would have guessed. Chestnuts roasting. Have you ever heard of Is that you, Santa Claus, by Louis Armstrong? I don't know 
off of him. Jack is that you, Santa Claus? Is that right? <laughs> I'm sure uh, that's close. I'll play it. You'll appreciate it. Being sung by. All right. Go ahead, Alex. Oh no, Zach can get his turn. That's fine. No, go ahead. No, that's okay. We gotta go quick. Is that you, Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty close. <laughs> Is that you, Santa Claus? I love this song. I'm preparing for some Christmas sharing, but I pause because hang in my stocking. I can hear knocking. Is that you, Santa Claus? Sure is dark out. <laughs> Ain't the slightest spark. Okay. Is that you, Santa Claus? <laughs> um, I also love the um Cheech and Chong Christmas, the Santa, the Santa Claus. Uh, song from Cheech and Chong. Give me a note. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on. You, I'm sure you've heard it. It's like a, it's a story. Um, hang on, let me get past this ad. We've almost, for, we've almost forgotten about Mariah Carey here. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's okay. I don't mind that. No, it, it's um, it's when Cheech and Chong do their little story. I'm sure you've heard. Mamacita, donde está Santa Claus? The vato with a bony knees is coming down the street with no shoes on his feet, and he's going to no, no, that ain't it. Mamacita, donde está Santa Claus? The guy with the hair. You guys never heard this, Zach, Alex. Hey man, come over here, man. I need some help, man. Yeah, man, I can dig that. Like, uh, what are you doing, man? I'm trying to write a song about Santa Claus, man, but it's not coming about out. About who, man? man? About Santa Claus, man. You know Santa Claus. Oh, man. you guys gotta listen yeah, to I this. Tunes, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I asked you to film one, man. You basically sat in, man. Oh, hey, man, you think Santa Claus is a groove, huh? No, it's not a groove, man. Would they break up, man? <laughs> no, man, it's one guy, man. It's one bro. guy, man. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else, or do you guys want to move along? No. I think, any any other I song? Think, I Alex? hope we put everyone in a little bit more of the Christmas spirit. I, I think so I am. Too. I yeah. have to play some songs. I, you know, I, honestly, I am too. I feel like it. Did you have another? No, no, I'm good. I, I, I think this show did a lot for me personally too. I know. Yeah. If it did something for me, I hope it did something for you out there. I'll just. We'll or just I, I don't really care. It's okay. <laughs> wow, you dick. <laughs> Well, I, for one, wish everyone listening to us a very, very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy a little time off, time with your families. Whatever you decide to do this holiday season, we hope you enjoy it. We'll try to to get a show out next week. Yeah, yeah. We will. After Christmas, though. After Christmas. After Christmas. So enjoy out there in listener land. Maybe sit by the fire, cozy up, and listen to some cutting out early with me, Max, and Zach. And, little... and tweet at us. <laughs> yeah, please do. We're, we're going to be very vet active on social media this yeah, week. Don't we, worry. We have a new Facebook post out there. Thank you, Zach. Hey. It was great. Look at look. What the, well, this is probably they might be hearing about the show this way because I'm going to post about the show too. So that's true too. Yeah. If you're if you're coming to us from Facebook, we appreciate it very much. <laughs> Tell a friend. We'll keep putting more content out there though. Absolutely. All right, guys. Have a good Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We'll see you guys uh, in about a week. For a New Year's show. Oh. See you guys. Yep. See ya.